Welcome to your digital reputation. Here's your host, Roger Christie. Welcome to another practical follow-up episode for the Your Digital Reputation podcast, where we take a key idea from our guests on the show and share practical advice to help you get clear, confident, and competent online. My name is Roger Christie, host of the Your Digital Reputation podcast, founder at Propel, and advisor to leaders looking to use LinkedIn as a strategic business tool. Thanks for joining me. My final guest for the year was the Honourable Victor Dominello, former New South Wales Minister for Digital Government, board member for the Tech Council of Australia, and chair of Minister Gallagher's Digital Identity Panel and Minister Shorten's MyGov Advisory Group and now the co-founder of digital transformation partner, ServiceGen, that helps governments build citizen trust through service excellence. Needless to say, having followed Victor for years now as an exemplar among all leaders on LinkedIn, regardless of sector, it was wonderful to sit across the table and hear his story firsthand, particularly to learn a few things that surprised me about his early attitudes towards social media and the deep, rich value he now gets from his LinkedIn tribe, as he calls it. It's episode number 40 in the YDR catalog. So if you're keen to hear Victor's views on social media for leaders, please go back and have a listen. And in this practical reflection episode, I want to dive deeper into what Victor was essentially sharing as the key ingredients for a successful LinkedIn presence. If you've listened to his episode already, you may have thought it sounds so simple. And it is. It really is. We make it complicated, and I do include myself in that too. I just asked Jem, my wife, based on the conversations we've had about LinkedIn. We make it complicated. We make it harder than it needs to be. We pile layers and layers of confusion or red tape checks and approvals on things, and we don't need to. So in this practical episode, our last for the year, I'm going to tap into Victor's advice and experience with you and pull out the three key ingredients every leader needs for a successful LinkedIn presence. And no, there's no 20-page policy insight, so let's dive straight into it. This was Victor's first and most important piece of advice. Number one, you do you. Take off the mask. You do you, ultimately. Like You've got to find out where you feel comfortable. It doesn't have to be overly revealing. I agree. And it's like me with the Batman cufflinks, right? I drive everyone mad. Everyone in my office knows I am a Batman or, more importantly, Dark Knight, just tragic. I put it in everywhere I can. It's because I do that in my real life, not just in social life. I do it consistently throughout. It's who I am. I don't have a social media approach and a non-social media approach. It's, I just say it as it is, to be honest. like it's, it's really hard to put on a mask. It's really hard work. So the best thing to do is be you. Just be yourself, or you do you, as Victor said. Don't be influenced by what others think, say, or do when it comes to your own LinkedIn profile. You do you in all areas, whether that's deciding on your purpose for using LinkedIn. Don't worry if others seem to be chasing the popular vote. You do you. Or whether that's working out your voice and tone when using LinkedIn. Don't worry if other leaders appear overly emotive or provocative, and that's not your style. You do you, or whether that's deciding your own rhythms for LinkedIn. Don't worry if others seem to be posting every single day and you can't find the time, or if they seem to get lots of service level engagement every time they post, which makes you question your own efforts. You do you, 
whether that's finding the content format that feels best for you. Don't worry if you don't feel as comfortable in front of a camera as you do writing text. You do you. Whether that's trying to create the perfect post every single time. Don't worry if others seem to balance these perfect paragraph breaks and emojis and hashtags and at tags and images. Who cares? You do you. As Victor said, it's really hard to put on a mask. It's really hard work. So the best thing to do is be you. In his case, that means talking about his mum. It means using dashes in his posts. It means talking about the Dark Knight and his Batman cufflinks, incessantly seemingly, because that's who he is. No mask. So if you're a leader listening to this, what can you do to put this first ingredient into practice yourself? Well, my advice is to spend time with yourself and spend time listening to others online. What does that mean? Well, it means thinking of your own answers to these important questions. Number one, what kind of leader are you? What do you stand for? Number two, what do you want people to know about you? And number three, do they get a sense of these things by looking at your LinkedIn profile today? And if not, why not? What's holding you back? Then spend time listening, monitoring what your peers do online, people you know and respect to observe how they interact with others. Or tune into one of the 40-odd leaders we've already had on this podcast to learn from their stories, like Victor's. If you're wondering how board members can use social media safely, check out what Shirley Chowdhury or David Maywald have to say on the topic. You're wondering how to best create a purposeful, authentic online presence. Check out Deb Jenkins or Mike Kaiser. And if you want to hear how other CEOs draw in their passions to tell engaging stories, try Amanda Yates or Doug Taylor. There are some really helpful examples to learn from out there. But remember, you do you. Okay, ingredient number two, you will always be busy. It's your obligation as a leader to make time. I was a reluctant participant, like, and most politicians would have been back then. Like, mm. you're so busy. You know, you've always got meetings, letters, emails, phone calls, events. Like, and there's another channel we have to deal with. At then, most politicians, including myself, would have thought, oh, geez, what else do we have to do now? Didn't really warm to social media initially. And then, then I realized actually there was a real you know, potential here to communicate to an audience that, Ordinarily, I couldn't reach. This is the comment from Victor that really surprised me. He was a reluctant participant back in the day. This figure who is, is held up as a best practice example of a leader building community, listening for ideas, solving problems in the public view, all these things. Even he didn't see the value initially. But, and I think it must be said at the persistence of his team, as he tells me in the interview, while he wasn't convinced on its value initially, what he did do was take the time to start dabbling with it, as he says. He recognised the importance of at least checking it out for himself to learn if there was or wasn't any value to be gained. And just imagine how different things would be today for Victor if he hadn't committed that time. If, in amongst everything going on in his life and work, he hadn't put LinkedIn in the too hard basket. All those benefits? Lost. The connection to community? gone. The ability to get cut through on messaging, gone. The capacity to solve problems better, faster, via a global network of incredibly intelligent and capable people, nope, gone. Let alone his own profile and influence 
that he now has across industry. I kid you not, the amount of people who I've spoken with about Victor who, one, are not super active users of LinkedIn or two, don't even follow politics closely. The amount of those people who've said to me they love Victor and what he does online, it's just remarkable. You can't deny something is working for him. And again, I just think all these benefits, all the things we've come to know and respect Victor for over these past few years, all of them would not be here as they are if he didn't take the time to learn about LinkedIn himself, if he didn't take that first step of giving it a go, if he put LinkedIn in the too hard basket. Think about that. What might you be missing out on? So if you're a leader listening to this, what can you do to put this second ingredient into practice straight away? Well, as with a lot of Victor's advice, again, it's really simple. Make time to learn. We all have the same amount of time in our days. How we choose to spend it is our own choice. But if you're in a position where you need cut through, you need a rich understanding of key audiences, you need to access or attract new partners, investors, candidates, others, or you need to take control of your narrative in amongst a sea of misinformation. Make time for LinkedIn. My advice, two things. Firstly, set a meeting with your key advisor or advisors about how you could use LinkedIn more purposefully in 2024. Even 30 or 45 minutes, two in a, in a very focused and intentional way, really interrogate the role it might play given your strategic priorities as you start the new year. I will be astonished if nothing valuable comes from that conversation. And it is a tiny slice of time to unlock a whole plethora of benefits, as Victor's example demonstrates. And secondly, and ideally after you've done the first idea, set five to 10 minute blocks in your calendar, Monday to Friday, to just listen on LinkedIn. Yes, you may need some help cleaning up your feed first to ensure that the people and the content you're seeing, that that's all worth your while, particularly if you haven't used LinkedIn properly or in a while yourself. But I do this all the time and I'm very happy to help you with that so you get value from your feed. But once that simple refinement process is complete, commit to just five to 10 minutes a day, scrolling your feed and seeing what value emerges. Do it on your commute. Do it in your dwell time or dead time. Do it in between meetings if you can, five to 10 minutes to see what value emerges. It might be insights from industry or key audiences like staff, intel and opportunities to start a new commercial relationship with someone, or perhaps a conversation where you can actually add value and reinforce your leadership position on specific issues that matter to you. For less than an hour a week, it's a simple way to access all these benefits and to build your profile with the over 1 billion professional users who are on LinkedIn globally. That's return on effort. And if you or your team need a hand getting started, particularly as we end the year and start afresh in 2024, drop me a note on LinkedIn. The best thing you can do is an audit of your own digital reputation and how others perceive you today, whether you're active or not. It's a very short, simple, and cost-effective process, and I'd be very happy to help. So please reach out if you feel you need a hand. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Your Digital Reputation podcast. Now, whether this is your very first episode or you're a fully-fledged subscriber, I want to share an exclusive invitation with you. I want to invite you to join the one program that will help you take greater control of your digital reputation and help you kick some real goals on LinkedIn. 
It's our Your Digital Reputation LinkedIn for Leaders program, a one-month program built off the back of hundreds of conversations with leaders and 30,000 odd hours advising them on LinkedIn. By joining the program, you'll get access to a range of planning frameworks, best practice guidelines, and one-on-one coaching with me, Roger Christie, to help you avoid common LinkedIn mistakes and get real value for your efforts. All that value in just one month to ensure you're set up for success well into the future. So, what are you waiting for? If you're looking for a LinkedIn for Leaders program, feel free to hit pause on this episode right now and drop me an email at rchristy at propelgroup.com.au or go to www.propelgroup.com.au slash YDR for more details. I'd love to help you amplify your impact and show you just how powerful a business tool LinkedIn can be. All right, back to this episode. Okay, ingredient number three. You are just a speck in the universe. Think we, not me on LinkedIn. We are just specks in space and time. Yeah, that's the reality, particularly in politics. You get a very privileged position and you have people coming up and asking you all the time and you're always in the VIP section. It's very easy to get swept away with all of that. But the reality is we all end up as part of the soil. So I think it's just healthy to remember where we are in space and time. And just to do our bit. I am part of a tribe. I love the tribe I'm part of. This tribe that wants more improvement when it comes to government service delivery. I love being part of that tribe. Like I would often joke, if our tribe had a conversation at a dinner party, we'd be talking all night. But if I go and have a conversation with a normal group, they think I'm boring. But our tribe wants to change the world. You know, I, I love it. There is an unfair level of criticism around LinkedIn at presence, with mainstream media and some commentators targeting the platform for self-interest, which seems a bit odd from where I'm sitting because it's almost like blaming your smartphone for spam calls. Every single leader can choose to or not to use LinkedIn in the same way that every single leader can choose how they use LinkedIn. Of course, they can choose to be a self-interested narcissist who only turns up to groom their future career prospects and board career, or maybe outrageously, they can choose to turn up and be a source of positive influence for those who look up to them based on their stature and influence. I love working with the second group of leaders and will continue to do my bit to ensure we see more good leadership amplified. And there was a really beautiful moment in my conversation with Victor when it dawned on him just how much value he has gained from his tribe on LinkedIn. Not a tribe he felt he was leading, but a tribe he felt part of. Reading his final speech to Parliament, where he recognises his speck in the universe status, and then seeing the gratitude on his face as he talked with warmth about his LinkedIn community and how they have been such a valued source of ideas, of inspiration, of understanding, even company at times, was really something. And these were the main messages I took away from Victor's comments about his own experience. And first and foremost, it is not all about you. It's not me but we. If you go into LinkedIn with a me mindset, solely focused on what you can get out of it, you won't get much. Even the most followed and engaging Australian political figure on LinkedIn, the Honourable Victor Dominello, recognises he is just a speck in the universe. If he's focused on giving back as much as getting, 
and he's then reaping the benefits that he has. Maybe there's something in that formula of the we versus me mindset for every leader. It's also not all about your polished appearance. Victor doesn't have a fancy SLR camera recording his every move on LinkedIn. He takes selfies with bed hair. He even takes photos on the run. The purpose of his message is far more important than the polish. Don't let yourself get in the way there. He also says you really need to listen and engage. The easiest way to tell if any leader outsources their LinkedIn account is to check their comments. No comments very often equals no involvement themselves. But if you don't listen and engage, you lose the connection that's needed to reap the real benefits of LinkedIn. It's like having a gym membership, but sending a proxy in your place. You don't magically get those gains. And as Victor is super clear on, no matter how senior, credentialed, or important the world tells you you are, you are one of the community. You are one of the tribe. If you want people to help you, to back you up, to advocate for you, to take time to share their views with you. You must equally take the time to support and invest in them. Find your tribe and respect your tribe on LinkedIn and they will serve you well. So finally, if you're a leader listening to this, what can you do to put this last ingredient into practice? Well, be super clear on why you're using LinkedIn. Being clear means you can then focus in on the audiences who matter most to you, It means you'll be surrounded by people who may not share your exact views. No leader wants an echo chamber, but they will share your values and contribute ideas that enrich your own experience, like Victor's. That might be the final time I mention it this year, but please do go and download our Purpose Pyramid template to help you work this out quickly and easily. It will completely transform your use of LinkedIn, I promise you. It's made of three parts, with the first, your goals, ensuring that you have a valuable North Star for everything you do on LinkedIn. But most importantly, when it comes to your tribe or the we part of the equation, it helps you not only identify your key audiences, but what matters to them. And that's the gold. That's where you become a valued part of a community versus a leader who simply turns up to broadcast their views online. So there it is, folks our final practical pod for the year. And what a wonderful conversation to finish on. I hope you've taken plenty away from Victor's really simple practical advice and that it inspires you to do you in 2024. As always, I'd love to hear your questions or feedback from today's episode. So please do reach out via LinkedIn and we can pick things up from there. In fact, please do shoot me a connection request. If you've been listening along this year and we're yet to meet, I'd love to connect and hear what you think. This is the final episode of the YDR podcast for 2023, but do keep your ears out for some special content over the summer break. I'm told from reliable sources that our podcast is perfect fodder for those awkward Christmas or other festive lunch conversations, and even better in the background if you're barbecuing or soaking up the sunshine at the beach over the break. It's almost as good as listening to Jim Maxwell on the cricket. But until next time, until next year, I'm Roger Christie. Thank you for being part of this fourth season of the Your Digital Reputation podcast, and I sincerely hope our conversations have given you more clarity, confidence, and competence for your own use of LinkedIn. Enjoy the time off, and here's to starting 2024 with real purpose on LinkedIn. Take care. Thanks again for listening. If you've learned something from today's conversation, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with others. For all show notes, head to propelgroup.com.au. Thanks again for listening.